This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. All right. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day, wherever you are. Welcome along. This is Lester Till I Die. Uh, if you're watching us live on YouTube or on Twitch, Thank you very much. Uh, or if you're watching us catch up on Facebook or Twitter or want to watch and follow us on any of our socials, it's all under Lester Till I Die TV. Uh, otherwise, if you want to listen to us on the podcast catch up, you don't get to see our beautiful faces. That's probably very much an advantage on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that may be, including Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and of course, Google. That is Lester Till I Die. Or you can ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. And you can listen to us in full, unadated uh, stereo, I think, these days, is it? Uh, 
Anyway, how are we doing? New time, new place, Monday nights, nine o'clock. It isn't Cracker Jack, although you could say I've got a couple of cabbages with me tonight. But it's the new time, the new time for Question Time, the debate show. Uh, thought we'd try it Monday nights because it gives us a little bit more to talk about with obviously the weekend having just finished. Uh, it's still going on in, in football terms with Liverpool beating Everton 1-0 at the moment. Well done, Liverpool. Um, yeah. It's the question time, the debate show. How this works? Well, we start off with the first question, see where that takes us, and then you ask questions in the chat, and that dictates where the show goes. We will try our best to not answer your questions. It's not a test, but we will try and discuss your um, your questions. So get them in the chat. You decide where the show goes. Um, First question, which I may come back to come back to later, is this man a cheat? I was actually on a show the other day, uh, on a Tottenham show. <laughs> it was great fun. And I had it on, and I saw him go down, and I was laughing. And they looked at me, and I said, I'm laughing because I've just seen Grealish sort of fall over his own feet. And then they awarded a penalty. Now, I'm sorry, but that is, somebody said, when did, when did Grealish dive? And I did actually say about two hours after we, he was caught. It is embarrassing. It is cheating. There's no other way to talk about, to, to, to describe it. Yes, somebody said the other day, sort of, you know, if um, that happened to Madison, would you be screaming for a penalty? Possibly. Possibly would. But it wasn't even, I mean, how that got past VAR. But then again, let's be honest, it hasn't been a good weekend for VAR. That is something you may want to talk about as well. Um, the VAR for tonight's game uh, was changed at the last minute. I wonder why. Of course, we always have two, two absolutely lovely guests on with us. Uh, now, I'm a bit worried. If you are a bit superstitious, because we have got the Grim Reaper on the show tonight, you know him as Brad. But he's got, I mean, this season, he complained about Gerard. He was sacked. He complained about Lampard. He was sacked. He complained about Marsh. He was sacked. And he wasn't very impressed with Jones. And he was sacked. Tell you what, don't, don't upset him. Don't upset him because you will never, ever be seen again. <laughs> Brad, oh, scary, 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 scary. Look, this, this, this is my Michael Owen and Ron Atkinson team that I'm bringing in. This <laughs> Let's bring Michael Owen in. Don't ever insult me again. I am not like paint drying when it comes to commentary. I can tell you that much. Never prepare <laughs> me to that insolent fool again. <laughs> oh dear. I'd rather be called Steve McManaman and that's saying something. Oh, well, that's to Alex Scott and she doesn't have a beard, so I was struggling. <laughs> uh, well uh, I'm not too bad, mate. But... I'm not too bad, mate, but yeah, I'm like Goldberg, aren't I? You don't see much of me. When I appear, I tell someone the next, and the, the list keeps getting longer. It's four. It's four now. It is so, scary, because uh, we were only joking the other day, weren't we, about, um, you know, you got three, and you said, I only want Marsh uh, Jones to go, and it's a full set. Oh, it's now two. Well, by the way. Um, oh, well, that's a good result. think will go before the end of the season? Um, not before the end, 
no, it's yeah. too late now. Teams, teams have teams have shown their cards as it is on the table for the season. West Ham will stick with David Moyes um, because there'll be three worst teams in West Ham, and they they they're picking up points um, just enough to keep them up. Um, there probably might be two or three that go at the end of the season, yeah. um, depending on how they finish. I think Gary O'Neill will go if Bournemouth go down. Um, I've got to be honest with you. The what the the Premier League managers WhatsApp group is now absolutely buzzing. <laughs> As you mentioned my name, you didn't name me. Yeah, <laughs> it's name crazy. Me. Uh, I, I, Nate, I saw you around on some of the chats I've been on. Um, yeah, but they were so they were so obvious. I can't believe it took them the clubs that long. Yeah. If I was to give them. If I was to give the clubs a, a rating on, on how well I think they did getting rid of them, I, I think they come and correspond in order of in, in how they happen sort of thing. Yeah. Um, well, if you are Michael Owen, we've obviously got to have um, Ron Atkinson. Good evening, Dave. How the devil are you, sir? Well, I've never gone in the wrong dugout before. <laughs> so you say... We would have to ask your wife that, wouldn't we? Indeed. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm really great, boys. It's great. This is the best Sunday and Monday I've had for a long time. <laughs> it was. Incredible. Uh, big up, Chris and Brad. Who was the guy lifting up the trophy? I'm presuming Brad, isn't it? Yeah. On a good day. Yeah, yeah, that would be that. That would be me when I worked for the club, mate. And I, I, you know, you Arsenal fans wouldn't wouldn't know what that's like. But that's that's the Premier League trophy, the actual Premier League trophy. Um, I'm quite, I was quite fortunate that working there has it had its priorities during that year because uh, that's the same one that Wes Morgan lived, not the uh, Anthony, replica. I think you just scored an own goal there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, set, you set yourself up for that, mate. Come on, he Anthony. Did. He did. That, that was a Vesvout or phase about of the about phase even all three of them, right? Let us just before we get going. Uh, no, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. And I've done three to FA. Um, uh, just a quick coming up next on Leicester till I die TV. If you check my diary, it's my cleaner coming in Wednesday morning. But 9 o'clock Wednesday night, um, it's the next edition of The Conversation. And we'll be talking, for those of us at a certain age, and you'll remember this guy, Dave, won't you? Go on, give, yeah. it, give it the big H. Go on. Um. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, who is now in um, Canada. Well, he obviously is Canadian, so he's in Canada coaching. Um, thank God survived that horrendous brain injury. And we will be talking to him at nine o'clock on Wednesday. And if you're not doing anything the following Wednesday, it's more matter this guy's joining us. Stan Collymore. The one that got away. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it will be talking. Another one Taylor got rid of, wasn't it? eh? Another screw up. Yes. I think that was the biggest mistake. Uh, Some players, would you not agree, guys? Some players, you kind of accept what comes with them if you like you know and yeah, yeah. There's, there's things in his non-football side um that that you know we don't talk about because it's nothing to do with football and you know it's his private life but you know we if only him and Heskey could have stayed together a bit longer 
That's the biggest what if you could write about Leicester's chapters recently. For, forget forget fixing something to maybe get us into the next round of the Champions League or something like that. The biggest what if is what will Leicester have achieved had they had Colin Moore and Heskey as a partnership? Because you just you will forever wonder if 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 certain silverware would have come to us maybe earlier, how it would have affected it. It's it's one of them things we had it in the palm of our hands and then O'Neill buggered off to Celtic unfortunately and the rest is to say it's history. Indeed. I think Heskey would have been a better player as well after playing with him a few times. Yeah. He was, Colin Moore was very well I mean he wasn't underrated was he, he was obviously appreciated but he was incredible talent. Only 11 oh. games for us though. I know such a shame. Scored a hat trick on his debut as well. Yeah. Well, and I've actually got a signed picture. It's on the wall. I will take it down for the show of Stan Collymore holding the match ball after that after that game. And he'll be the first to admit that, um, that one of the goals was scuffed in, but they all count. They all count. Um, the other two weren't bad. No? <laughs> yes, right. the head off. Oh, yes, exactly. Oh, we're just gonna let's just talk about that game. It was brilliant. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what year was that, Brad? Brad, what year was that? Do you remember? It was the year we um wasn't it the year we won the League Cup? Yeah, it was two thousand. Two thousand because it was the year we won the League Cup because Colin Moore couldn't yeah. play because he was cup tied because obviously That's he'd right. already played. What wasn't wasn't that the first match Was it Sunderland we played? No, yeah, Sunderland at home. Yeah. Sunderland yeah. at home, 5-3. Yeah. And for some um, reason, I took my youngest to that one. I don't know why, because the oldest one that was a Leicester fan. And we, we, we sat in the in the cup, so it must have been, I don't know, on the tickets. But it was amazing. Absolutely amazing night. Stephen Oakes getting the, the free kick at the end with a little bit of a deflection. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was never, he was, he was, his best days were when he was the drummer. That's what I'll say. But... Um, <laughs> What was it? There was an Oaks in Show Waddy Waddy for those of you wondering where yeah. I've gone with that. Uh, also, as well, and, and this is seriously actually on this point, is obviously he did have a very bad um, uh, episode with uh, depression, and that really yeah. sort of affected mm -hmm. his life. And uh, I've I've gone through it, and I know there's a lot of people that do these channels that are also suffering with it as well. Uh, it never goes away. It's the invisible disease, and I'm sure we'll, we will have a talk about that as well because he's, he's, he's quite uh, an advocate for uh, uh, depression in men and getting it out there and getting it known because we are all men and we don't like to admit that something's wrong with us. But I tell you something, guys, if you are in that position, admit it, ask for help because that is the first step on the road to recovery. Do you think uh, the club could have done more for him then? I don't think he was at Leicester at the time. It was, I think he was when he was even possibly even at Liverpool or he just left. It was left always there though, Chris, wasn't you know. it? It was always, always there. there. I don't think he was with mm. us long enough, let's be honest, 11 games, no. you know. Um, uh, but so uh, let's, yeah, let's just have a look at what we're going to talk about today. Because it was a good weekend. Uh, apparently we know what the answer is now. Uh, <laughs> he certainly wasn't on the pitch and as I keep asking every uh, Spurs fan that I come into when are you going to bring him on because I don't think he was playing <laughs> on Saturday um, for one but let that like, well this is what this is what I want to start us off with today because I know what I feel should Kelechi Nacho 
be our first choice striker now. He's always played a bit part. Um, Daka was brought in, and everybody, me included, presumed that Daka was going to be the natural successor to Vardy. We all said that you know Inacho couldn't play up front on his own. Now he's got, you know, he is two games he's played in that position, but he's had Barnes on one side, Tete on the other, which of course we didn't have before. And because we've got Tete, Madison's now more that number 10 role behind him. Um, and it's all kind of just fitted into place. Dave, let's start with you. Um, he's got to be, hasn't he? Well, he, I'd have thought so. One game doesn't make a season, does it? Or two games. <laughs> no. But, it, but it's the first time he's actually played further up front. He's normally sitting behind. And that's where Madison should play. And he did. And it made so much difference. It was incredible. I mean, every time we went forward, we looked dangerous. Um, and everyone goes on about, oh, under par Tottenham and, you know, lazy Tottenham. No, we were good. We were good. We were on them all the time. It was like an FA Cup game, the old days. You know, we were at them, snapping at them. And it, it, I mean, I can't believe how cool he was. When he was, I was sort of behind him when he was, um, when he got that goal. And I thought, oh, you've blown it, mate. You should have hit it early on or laid it off. And he, like, stopped and had a look round, had a fag cup of tea, and, <laughs> you know, and just slotted it in the corner. It was absolutely incredible to watch from behind because it, it didn't look like it had any pace at all when he hit it. Uh, and you think, that is confidence. So, yeah, play him every game, without doubt. I mean, Brad, I was... As you know, I've been on two, two Spurs channels since then, and I was on a... I was actually in Jake's chat earlier. I was in the chat, not on the show. Uh, I didn't realise that one of the people that were on there was actually a um, Tottenham fan. And when he came <laughs> to the game, he said, well, he said Leicester didn't even play that well. We were that bad and Leicester didn't even have to play and didn't play that well. And I'm like, typical Spurs thing to say, isn't it? It can be. I mean, every fan base has, has that section of it. We say about... Um about different subjects and every fan has their own opinion and we fall into a category of our own in one way but to, to answer your question about Ian Acho yeah 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 he is it, it didn't look that way I agree with you when, when we signed Daka and we, thought, well, we all saw what Daka could do um, but this clearly has to be the way forward because this isn't the first time we've seen this from Ian Acho no, you know no. when he had a run in when he had a run of, run of games you know, his first couple of games, okay, he might have had a bad touch. He's capable of that. He's susceptible to that. We accept that because sometimes his feet gets ahead of ahead of the game in a way it looks. The way he sometimes controls the ball and then doesn't. It, in the same same sort of pass can be hilarious to watch at times. But we've always known what he's capable of. I mean, we had that season where it was two up front. And, and I said, I think in the post-match, this was the first time we played Ian Actual up front on his own. And like Dave said, we actually played to his strengths. I mean, talking about that goal as well, Dave, it's not the first time he's finished something so nonchalantly. Mm. I think what a couple of goals he's had against Spurs before, they're just like he's put it effortless. I think he's, the last one I remember, I, I think he's got a hat-trick against Sheffield United at home and he just nonchalantly rolled the ball in. The lad's got confidence in it. If he can hit a ball yeah. from the edge of the box so nonchalantly, perfectly into the corner, I'm all for him starting and playing and, and, and being right with Madison because those two, 
sorry, did someone say drink water and Vardy? Because yeah. that's what it feels like. You want to make comparisons. The way them two have linked up over when they've played on the pitch together, they look so like what you desire in a one strike in a one strike no, strike striker formation. You want that midfielder to work in tandem with him. And boy, do them two connect like gold dust. The thing is, though, Dave, and I'm 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 on side totally with you here. Like I say, I don't think he should have been dropped after that season. Like you say, when he played up front with Vardy, and um, you know he was top scorer. And yet he didn't get a you know game for ages. If we do that, it means that Vardy is not going to be a starter again. I mean, it's going to be different if we've got two games in the week or if we've got an FA Cup or a cooked game or whatever. I get that, but I, I've asked this, and I th- I know what I would say about this, but we've got to say, is Vardy droppable? Yeah, I think so now. I think it's different now, isn't it? It's not droppable, it's restable. And, and mm. I think that's how they play it. You know, we've got a squad that, who, apart from the odd one or two, have you noticed how our fortunes have changed since Amati's not played? Just thought I'd mention that. But uh, You know what? I had a feeling we would time it, Chris. Time it at 20 minutes. That's how long he takes. 20 minutes and four seconds it was. <laughs> He wasn't with us last week. He was. <laughs> we got through the whole the whole show without a, a Marty comment. He was off. He was off doing his bounty hunter job. Bounty think, hunter job. I think with Marty, he, he's going to be happy to be part of it all. He knows, you know, he's not what he was. Yeah. He needs to score goals, and and I've not seen anything that shows me he's going to do that now. I mean, he had a was was it. Villa, no, somewhere he had two or three guilt-edged chances and just couldn't even get hold of them. And, and it's, I know it's a fantastic shame, but God, he's done well, and he? We've had the best out of him. Um, he can still do a job because he, he's still got that pace. Um, but he's, they have to play differently when Vardy's on the pitch, and I don't think we can do that. Tielemans can. Uh, he, you know, he's pretty keen to play the early ball through. But we don't play like that anymore. With the drink water, Tillemans is drink water. Really, you you could argue though that we have been doing that in the last two games, which is why we've run them because the high defensive line was at the halfway line for the majority of the last two games, wasn't it? Sorry, Chris. Yeah, I think we just played quick one-two football, and we we know what we're doing. Yeah, Um, we just look better. Plan for that and. And we know where everybody's going to be. And even Barnes had a good game on Saturdays uh, yeah. all, the, all the time. Um, I can't think of anybody. I mean, ironically, um, Mendy, who, who's incredible, but he could have put us in right trouble a couple of times. Um, but but in the actual, he's just he's just playing out of his head. He's he's confident. And why drop somebody when they're they're feeling that good? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Brad, I, I, it's like a jigsaw football team, isn't it? You know, that yeah. you can't force wrong pieces into wrong areas, you know. And, you know, we, we've, Ian Acho obviously has benefited from the signing of Tete. And oh, no doubt. And yeah. Yeah. Also, Barnes, I think, has um, uh, benefited oh. from the signing yeah. of Tete. Um, even Madison. I mean, you know, it just, it just, it's because it gives us that other option. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, uh, and I said this to you on the post-match reaction on Saturday night, that I've got to get out of my head that Vardy's going to come on and get a goal every time he touches the ball. Like, like Dave said, yeah. those times have gone. What he did was he came on when we were comfortably in the game, in the lead. Yeah. He terrorised what, to be honest with you, was not a particularly good um, Tottenham defence. But England international at centre half, mate. Oh, yeah. So is Tyrone Mings. That's not saying much. No, oh, no. Yeah. I, I think he makes yeah. uh, he makes the Marty look good, doesn't he? But you know, <laughs> I just I I forgot what the question is now, Dave. What was I saying? But, that body. But Brad Vardy's now, that's his role, isn't it? And we can't expect the ball in the net every time he comes on. No. No, and and you're right. I did say that the dynamic of what Vardy's going to do in the games, (laughs) because I don't think any player with with any sense would like to see someone of Jamie Vardy's bulldog-like approach to the game coming on when you're 4-1 down. It's like, we've been beaten enough. Do you really need to drag me from pillar post to the last five minutes? I don't want it. And if he, you know, it's a bonus if another goal comes from it. Because it can, it can just, it yeah. can get you so deflated that you make another mistake and then and again and, and, you, and you, you add another one to the total. Uh, and I think Leicester fans should be, in a weird way, I think we should be relieved that we're now looking at Vardy going, yeah, here we go. Now is the impact sub. Because we were fearing it last season. Now... We were still kind of fearing it this season. And that's why we were like, God, look at us. We're relying on Jamie Vardy to play Saturday, Tuesday, Sunday sort of thing, or, or vice versa in, in terms of that. And we're going, God, we're still relying on Vardy and he's not scoring. What are we going to do? We have to, like you say, Chris, it has to now be cemented that that's the man he's trusting going forward, Brendan. And, and even if, you know, over the next couple of games, maybe... Manuel away, he doesn't maybe have the let's just say he doesn't have the greatest game, and let's just say you know, Manu have a really good outing on us because they're a good team in good form yeah. and we get beat, right? Don't just drop him, keep him going, let him go at Arsenal and let him go at Blackburn and, and watch him find keep his form going. You need to back him now and you need to have that feel good factor because it, if we get to the end of the season and we're still trying to figure out if it's him or Dakar, Vardy's going to be America, then who are we going to depend on? to do it if we can't decide it he's deserved it he's warranted it and I think it also I think it benefits all three of them it benefits Inacho, obviously it you know it benefits Vardy because he can still do his stuff and maybe nick a couple of goals to see out his career to add to the tally and it benefits Daka because he can learn he can grow he can keep adapting and and then maybe next season we'll see if if Brendan Rodgers wants to stay with one up front, he's going to play second fiddle. If not, he might go two and we'll see what the future holds. But it has to be stuck on now that this yeah. is the man he's going to back to see the season out. I agree. And Dave, I mean, you know, <laughs> we forget how long he's been with us uh, in that show. And yeah. Yeah, like, like Brad said, we, we've got to, to stick with him. And I think, again, as Brad said, it will benefit Dakar as well because Dakar came in and, you know, was basically thrown straight into the team. Now, some, some, um, some players adapt to that. He who must not be named, took to it like duck to water. Other, you know, players that you bring in, Sumari, for example, take a little bit longer. And I think Dakar could be one of those. And I think he will benefit from it 
as well. Yeah, I think so. And I think if you remember when Iniesta started, we he couldn't score from a three foot out. I mean, he just couldn't score goals. I think he got a couple in League Cup or FA Cup or something, but we just thought he'd go on and on forever. And it's all confidence. Once he starts and once he gets games, he's that sort of player that needs to play and needs to score goals. And almost needs to be wanted. Is that not the case with every striker, though? You know, putting somebody on 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there. Yeah, but he could go five or six games and shrug it off, knowing that he's going to score. I think but that's slightly different. Game, do you think? Sorry, mate. But we're still only getting you know ten, fifteen minutes every game. So that's well, what I think... was getting, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. And so, how can you have a player expecting to work miracles? We're saying yeah. you shouldn't expect Vardy to come on now and score. Well, mm. we were expecting Kelly to come on and score, weren't we? Yes, um, yeah. You know, it's, it's no different. But once he starts playing, and once people play with him and know how he plays, then I think we're on to something special. Yeah. Brad, yeah. we've got Man United up at the weekend. Um, we've got Arsenal uh, the following Saturday. Uh, in between that, we've got... Um, uh, sorry, after that, we've then got Rovers in the FA Cup. I I was worried going into this. I was thinking, oh, Aston Villa, this could be the, the this could be the game we need to win because it's the only place we're going to get any points from. Suddenly, and I'm not saying we're going to go and smash United. You know, that's that football doesn't work like that, unfortunately. But I feel confident in going into those two games now that we could actually get something from them. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's what happens when the scoreline matches the performance. Both performances, despite conceding goals early on, you know, that we said it and we we don't want to get carried away with ourselves because so we know what false dawns and Leicester go hand in hand. But you look at the way they played the game and the way they got the goals and the way they did it, it was like, that's 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 the side. That's that side that, that played like that and got us up to the the realms of third and then fourth and fifth and whatnot. I know ultimately we finished fifth them seasons, but that's, that's the way they went about the business. Shrugged yeah. the shoulders, didn't care, got on with it, head down, we're going to still win this game. And you're right, Chris, it's, it's funny, cliche as it is, a funny old game football, because I was like you, I was thinking, have to win against Villa because maybe we'll get a draw against um um, Chelsea because they're the draw specialists with with Potter in charge. Maybe we can salvage something against Spurs, but Arsenal, Chelsea, to a degree, and even Manchester United. Um, the next the next four, three out of four games, I was writing them off. I was writing mm. them off, hoping we get four points on my next two games, and you know, hope that teams keep dropping points around us so it doesn't impact us. Now, Chris. I'll say it. I don't see where we lose them games So if we play like we did. If we play mm. like we have done in the last... If you want to be uber-critical, gaming probably, you know, 65 minutes. Because after the first 20 minutes of a bit of ping-pong football, we took we took the game by the scruff of the neck against Villa. But that and the, pretty much the entirety of the Spurs game, if we play like that, there's no reason we don't stand a real good chance of, of either beating them or, or at least getting a result from them that's yeah. positive. I mean, Dave, Anthony says there, obviously being an Arsenal fan, you'll beat Man United definitely, Arsenal, then that's a challenge. If I'm honest with you, 
I think the Arsenal game would maybe be a little bit easier because, you know, there's a few teams there. South, like Tottenham, who we've just played, they're stuttering. You know, they they've uh, you know they win one, lose one, draw one. Arsenal, all right, you know, they lost one the other day to to, to Everton. Shows they are beatable. Shows they are human. Uh, they could only draw with Brentford. Now, I would I would say. The, the Leicester of a few weeks ago, we'd be talking different. And I'm not going to say we're going to go and, and definitely beat Arsenal. Of course, I'm not. They're top of the league for a reason. They deserve to be there this season. But I actually do feel confident that we will, we will get something from that game. Yeah, the only thing that worries me is our record against Arsenal. Uh, and even in our league winning year, I think we did. they did the double over us, didn't they? Um, I was feeling happy then. I was feeling happy then, Dave. <laughs> Although uh, our home record against him has improved, it's happy and you know it's happy. It's not great, yeah. is it? It's not great record. It's probably the worst. Our home record record's got better though. Our home record against him's a bit better than a bit. I can't remember. I'm just trying to think. Anyway, I think Arsenal are going a bit stale. That's the good thing. Mm. Um, I don't know when Jesus is due back. I'm right here. Easter, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> See, back, at, back at Easter, sort of like that. But, um, <laughs> hey. back for a couple of days, yes, nice one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm but, here all uh... week. Uh, but I, I do think they're going to be. <laughs> they played a similar team pretty much all through, haven't they? Which is what we did when we won it. Um, but I, I do wonder if that could be the problem. Uh, I think the game that worries me, Brad, is actually the Southampton one. No, I'm not worried about that. I'm no, worried about that at all. Suddenly, let's say we get two draws. And, if, you know, to be honest with you, if you gave us a draw against Man United and Arsenal a few weeks ago, we'd have, uh, we'd have bit your hand off, wouldn't we? But... We don't go into that Southampton game thinking, look, you know, with the, with the dogs' bees again. Well, no, obviously there is there is the concept that Leicester could do that because, again, it's Leicester. We know what we're fully capable of, good and bad. But I'm not really that bothered about that as worried about it. Um, you know, that fixture... That fixture's a long way off, and, and you'd have to see where Leicester are at that point. If, we, if we're getting results out of the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea and Manchester United along that way, I, I don't think there's a reason we're going to get turned over by unemployed FC. Um, I just don't see it. We'll see. I mean, if they have a master stroke in their appointment, like some of the others have done, when they've replaced managers, I said they'd, they'd get sacked, then I'll worry about it then. But right now, I mean, you're talking about a team that, that found another that actually had the nine men in their way and didn't go on to win nine nil. They no, they found a way to embarrass themselves with nine with ten men again, didn't they? Southampton. We're talking about a team that don't like ten men, whether it's for or against them, they lose the game. So, yeah, I'm not worried about them right now. No, uh, Dave, you mentioned him earlier. We'll, Anthony's put a question in. We'll come to that in a second. But um, yeah, you mentioned everybody's favourite defender. Well, certainly two of the three of us like him. Um, he's been dropped, and I kind of guess it was always going to happen. But this is like a, a, a back four that have played together once, is it? Twice? That's the uh, second time. Second time yeah, is a four. Um, 
a, a team that put six past us before could only get one past us this time. It's and I agree with you on, on with Amarty as much as I like him. Obviously, he does not get into the starting lineup now. But look at those. I mean, look at those centre pairing now, centre back pairing. And as much as I love Soyuncu, he's got. To, he's not going to get into that, is he? No, not at all. Not at all. And I must say, Christensen was pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, his yeah. fitness levels and his ability and his his brain. I mean, he. It's awesome. I tell you that back four. Of course, Ricardo popped on as well for yes. ten minutes. For him to come uh, back, he, yeah. he looked all over the place. But um, it's good to see him back. So you know, we we we're all right. We're all right. And Danny Ward had a good game. Apart from there's one cock up where. Uh, I don't know what went on. I don't think they listen to him when he calls. Um, it's, not about, it's not about the Castagna moment. Yeah. Um, that was just that was just um, a misjudgment on the pace of the ball back. Danny Ward did apologise to Castagna for it because he was he was he was going to kick it out long, but he wanted it in his box just in case. So he had the opportunity to pick it up, and when he realised he didn't have the legs on it, he he did he did freeze. So there was a little bit of a cock up. I didn't, but, know, I didn't um, see it that way, mate. But. No, yeah, no, no. Danny Ward right. was actually like apologising to Castagne. I actually brought it up on a page. He did actually like say he. It was only a quick pan to the camera, but you saw Danny Ward go. Yeah, my, my, as he was literally muttering the words, "My bad, my 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 um, fault." Was it? Yeah, so, head in the hands then. Yeah, yeah, sort of moment. Fantastically, not head in the hands because it's not Did not have control of that ball, did he? No, oh, thank no. God, it was the left leg and not the right leg. That's yeah. all I can say. I tell you what, though, uh, Dave, I mean, like you said about Christensen, I mean, just before we conceded the goal, and again, it was unlucky because his foot was going the right way when I look at it now, and it just skidded yeah. off it, and the Tottenham yeah. guy almost just stood there and let it go off him. But just before that, somehow, he got the ball via his knee to go over the crossbar. But yeah. he was celebrating <laughs> like he scored. When he scores a goal, God knows what the celebration is going to be like. I mean, that passion seems to come back, and they—I mean, they've only been there two or three weeks, haven't they? But they—they hmm. they just seem to want to play together, uh, and that's half the battle. Because yes. I'm not sure yeah. some of the guys that are playing after the Christmas, um, after the World Cup, really wanted to be there. Really don't. Well, you know, it, it's like I say, we don't know how long it will last because obviously injuries, you know, rear their ugly head. Uh, and we do know Brendan's uh, penchant for liking to change uh, a winning team, but he hasn't done for two games. So fingers crossed. But before we come on to Anthony's question, I, I brought this up as a joke at the start, but I do want to ask is, is this cheating, Dave? Yeah. No doubt. It's a form of cheating that actually Vardy managed to get right, where you mm. put your leg in the other guy's way. So you leave your leg hanging so he can take it out and you get a pe In fact, actually, Vardy got booked and sent off, didn't he, against West Ham for doing that? Yeah. Um, but that was cheating, yeah, no doubt about it. Brad, should we be surprised? For, or you do you think it's cheating? And should we be, you know, surprised when you've got a club like Man City that like to cheat FFP as well? Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly yes. <laughs> the, 
the thing is, and we've we've I think we've probably had this topic up before on a show. I'm sure we have, or it's it, it's become a topic of conversation before. Where unfortunately, the one smudge smudge stain on the game that we don't like is this is the norm in football. We, we can sit here and say, was it cheating or not? I'll be honest with you. I have to give my um, my best manager's impression here and say I didn't. I haven't seen it yet. I actually haven't seen it properly all the way back. I've seen people going on about it, but I haven't actually um, all right, seen it. I've seen enough outrage about it to kind of guess that he barely got touched and then 20 years later he fell down. Yeah. Um, I'm, that that's the part of the game that you don't like. I understand because Madison's very clever, isn't it? You say about Vardy, eh, David. Madison wins his free kicks by leaving his standing leg, twisting and turning, and getting taken down. It's never really much contact with players like that, but it's their momentum. It's the way they do things to do it. Jack Grealish, though, from what I can gather from the fact that it sounds like he got caught and then took about 20 strides and then fell down. If that's... Caught. I, I, I well, somebody said earlier about his foot being clipped. I don't know. I was watching it on the telly, which obviously doesn't give you a wide pan of the, the game or way. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And at that point, it was just showing him going over. And there was nobody, like I say, around him. And I'm laughing. And like I said, Spurs fans are saying, like, you know, what are you laughing at? I said, oh, Grealish has just fallen over, you know, his own shoelaces. And then there's a penalty. I'm like, what the, you know. As far as I could see, the villain guy sort of, yes, he touched him. But go down straight away. Don't stumble on for a couple of things and then theatrically go down. I think... You know, I know VAR has had a really bad weekend, but... Yeah. Like I've said many, many times, VAR should be looking back at games and taking moments like this and going, okay, yellow card. And then when they get up to the require, you know, added on to whatever they get in the games, and they get banned because they've reached so many, I always say the managers will tell them not to do it. But that is cheating in my book. I think it's the sort of thing that I don't know. Probably Neville or somebody would say that he won the foul. He's a very clever footballer because yeah, he was looking for the foul. He was looking for the penalty. So if he was a clever footballer, he would have gone down when contact was made. Well, I, 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 don't I, I don't know. I don't know. Do you reckon if he he could be seen as trying to stay up? Yeah, he never stood up, so it could be seen the opposite way. You know, See, I do. I, I, no, I don't. I disagree with you. Now. I'm with Dave on that one. I I think sometimes 
you know, we, we, we demand that footballers always try and stay on the field and, sh- and the referee shouldn't be brought by someone going down with theatrics. And I'm not saying that he didn't go down theatrically, but uh, if you're if you're uh, a player in his role or even a striker, if you're in a striker, you're telling me you want that ball. If you can see a clear run at goal, you're wanting to take that run at goal and take the shot on. You're not necessary at that point in the moment actually wanting the free kick. It's when you can't go anywhere and you want to manufacture yourself a bit of room for either a pass or, or to get brought down and win inside a free kick. I just say, yes, it looks silly because he's taken about 15 strides and then he's gone down. But if the referee's going to give it, then that's up to the referee and that's up to VAR. Um, but, it, you know, it's it's a stark contrast from saying that he should he he does that when you consider some players do it and they roll forty yards on the floor and bounce the way into the box. But they make it difficult to choose. And like I say, don't get me wrong. I I'm the first one to say that um, you know Vardy's and indeed Madison, you know, can sometimes go down very easily and instigate uh, a penalty. Uh, but. If he wanted to stay on his feet, he could have done because he stayed on his feet for two two sort of runs after that, and then decides, oh, hang on, I'll... but nobody was around him. No, he was in the box, he, though, Chris, wasn't he? he could have. He was done. in the box. Big difference. Yes, he's in the box, and then if he went down and decided like, I'm going down, that is cheating. Yeah, yeah, you. I, I agree with you, but. Uh, referees, they're not the brightest people in the world, are they, at the moment? And they're not getting much help from VAR. So they're not even refereeing no, so, anymore. They're leaving it. So much so that they're sacking VAR. Well, it'd be nice. Um, they just need to get referees off and get somebody with brains on. Well, yeah, because... because the short supply of that, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. And um, the referee, the linesman started it, or whatever they're called, assistants... They don't make a decision. They watch for the referee, then they point their flag in the same direction. They're not allowed to. Yeah, they're not allowed to make a decision. Well, that, that's where know? the game's rubbish, though, because they, yeah. that's their job. Their only job is to see who's throwing it is and watch the line for offside. But they can't yeah. do either of that. So what are they doing there? What's the point, mm. really? You know, I think, no I think most referees turn around and say, look, I will give the decision, but if I don't give the decision... I will look at you to see what you've given. But like you say, nine, you see it nine times out of ten. The referee blows. He makes a decision and then the flag goes up agreeing with him. Um, I, ju- I just think I just think we need to see less of it in the game, uh, which, even from my team. And we need to get we need to get these players sorted out afterwards. We've got VAR. It can easily these matches can be watched back. Or get you know, players in that know what they're talking about, not having referees judging referees. Yeah, but if you noticed as well, how many players now go down? There was a couple in the Leicester game, and then their arms go straight up and they're waving it as if they're dead. Well, nearly dead. And then they're up running. I mean, what is all that about? It, it's, it's what they're told. It's, it's what they're told. It? It's cheating yeah. again. It's like we say. It's like we've said about other topics, though, in terms of FFP. And you know, when we talk about the Chelsea spending and saying that they found a clever little niche loophole, it's all players are doing. And suddenly, it's what they're taught as kids. We're seeing it at young, young age of simulation. They're taught to go for the loophole. Then, day if you feel contact, you're told to go down these days, no matter how minimal it is. Uh, And that's 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 the biggest problem that we could fix in football and choose not to is. 
we're actually, you know, they're, you know, these coaches and these managers are looking at it going, oh, we need to get ourselves on the pitch. We're, we've got a good set piece maker. We need to make the most of getting loading players in the box because we've got a load of torment. Whatever the reasons are, yeah. they'll go, well, if you feel a bit of contact, go down. Chance your arm. You never know. As long as there's contact, you can't get booked for diving. So take it. And if you get a free kick, brilliant. And that's that's where, you know, you get these number 10 maestros because they add a little bit of flair to your team and it piddles people off. And then wow, you wallop them and catch the heel. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a free kick. We love it when it's done right and when it's deceptive. We get a bit embarrassed if we're supporters of the club. Yeah. We do it with Madison, don't we? When he goes down and you know he's not been caught, you're thinking that's a bit embarrassing, Madders. Probably even get annoyed at him because he's lost us the ball. But unfortunately, until something's done about it, it's going to be part and part and parcel of football for a long time. Morris used to do it a lot, didn't he, when he first came to us? Mm-hmm. That was Tete that might was do it at some point as well. well he might, yeah. It's that... I hate to say it, but is it? It's, it wasn't the English way. In well, the it's, olden a, it's a pace merchant's way, isn't it? Now, yeah, yeah. But we used to, you know, you'd say you'd get laughed at if you did it. So you just got up and got on with it and kicked well, it let back. Let me just see. Now this, it seems... this might get clipped afterwards, but let me just see um, if I can do this. I'm hearing some radio or something in the background off one of you. There's nothing going on my end. I've got nothing powered up except for my phone. I can definitely hear something in the background. You might be able to hear my housemates through the floorboards, but there's nothing I can do. I think it's like a, it might be, Dave, it might be you with, you know, you were saying before about the uh, echo. It could be you. But let's have a, let's just have a look at this because I think I'm going to, I might be able to play this and get away with it. I mean, look, oh, come on. I mean, that's where he puts his left leg in front of him, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, does that either you change your mind at all? It's the, the thing is, though, you ask any striker and any, and any attacking coach, they will tell you when you're running at a certain bit of momentum. You won't believe it. I mean, we've all played football on the park, and that when we're running through, and one of our mates has clipped us, and he's felt like he's barely touched you, and he's probably caught you, grazed your Nike tick on your football boot, and you felt like you've just been run over. Momentum and pace and and, 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 and speed just does that to a player. And and again, that you know, we we talk about. I remember when you used to go on like a work site and that, and then the one day you showed a bit of strength. They were claiming you had like your Weetabix, didn't you? You say, oh, he's had his Weetabix day, he can, he can do all that. And these yeah. players, they don't eat them, do they? They get taught. You're, it's all about fitness, physique and, and, a, and a thin line, isn't it? You can't, you don't have a Razor Ruddock or a Gazza on the pitch anymore. You have the Grealishes that mm-hmm. are slim six-packers and, and Gucci models and whatnot, don't you? That that go down at the slightest touch, which disappointed the girlfriends and the wives, but that's a different topic. But <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of unnecessary momentum to go down there. I will give you that. The momentum is a bit silly. It's very silly, but the initial contact if he goes down, I still think there's there's cause for this day and age that gets given. Thing is, what we love about football is that it's not always black and white. 
and um, we all see things the different way. And we'll be seeing things the Leicester way again straight after. Hello, this. Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Indeed, do what the Xbox says there, get subscribing and smash those likes buttons. Lest it I die across all your social media platforms. Uh, Anthony was asking earlier, question, would Brendan play the same team and tactics? And if so, could you finish mid-table? Dave, let's come to you first with that one. Yeah, no doubt. Will he do it? <laughs> Who knows? I doubt it somehow. Mm. I think against Man United, he'll go back to the way he played against Man City at home. But it's for 75, 80 minutes, defend. Um, which would be such a shame. It, it would, totally. Um, Brad, do you, what, what do you think? I don't know, you know. Everything says that Dave's right and he'll do that. But there's a part of me that thinks that, you know, sometimes... In, in the world of football in, in the world of a football manager of being a manager of a footballing club you kind of just mess around with things and mess around with things until you can get certain things your way and it might be a style of play it might be fresh players in like Leicester have had it might be return you might have a bulk of players that you need to return in and all, all the, or if you're Leicester you might have all of the above you might have injured players players that you want to bring in and you want to get a style of play going and right now, Brendan Rodgers has suddenly struck oil in terms of, um, you know, he's had them new players, he's had returning players, so maybe he doesn't feel the need to go all hands on deck defending, putting nine men behind the ball and, and trying to lump it up to Vardy to run to. He now feels he has that ability to allow the players to have that freedom. And while it's scoring four goals a game and bringing you home points, even he would be stupid and too, too stubborn to to want to change that. He, he, I feel that even if we don't win against United, if if we have a cracking game on our hands and we're gutted that we lose 2-1 or 3-2, this will continue until it starts to not work, if that makes sense. Um, I don't see him changing, not just the team. Um, and yes, I mean Tillemans. I do mean Tillemans and that because Mendy doesn't deserve to get dropped after that. Um, but... Also, I don't, you know, I don't see him changing it and I just don't see a reason to. And if it's going to get your points like it's doing right now, why, why would you as well? You'd be a, you'd be foolish to try and stop Man United at the moment. In fact, the best thing you can do against United is, is get out of them quickly. And if we could do that... Mm, I know what you mean. We've got some, uh, some breaking news. Catching up with the latest news on LTID Radio. We have got news that Vout Faze is no longer the top scorer for Liverpool since the World Cup. Yeah. He's, he's now only the joint top scorer 
because Mo Salah managed to get the first goal. Gakpo got the second as Liverpool beat Everton 2 0. And I've got to say that I was only one off because I went 2 1. And there's only me got any points from that game tonight. Uh, Stupid Liverpool. The one I needed time. this week. I needed. But it Although, didn't, didn't, I get, didn't I get max points from this second outing of my new leads? So I think you did need that result for you, Liverpool one, didn't you? Uh, Man United leads. I am not sure. Uh, Leeds Man United. No, because what was? Um, yes, you did. I think you know, no. I think you possibly went nil three. So whatever the score was there, uh, I haven't got the. I haven't just got them written down here. Oh, no worries, no worries. I know I've done all right on one of them because I definitely predicted uh, Man U to win on both of them. Then, so I know I haven't won on one of them. Everton in the bottom three. Uh, so the bottom three is Southampton, bottom with 15, Bournemouth uh, 19th with 18, Everton 18 with 18. Um, it's all looking rosy, uh, um, Dave. I, I, I just think I expected him to make changes for the um, Tottenham game. He didn't, apart from the one that was enforced on him. And obviously, there's going to be changes to the injuries. I get that. But can you drop Mendy to bring Telemans back in for that? Or would you drop Kieran uh, Dewsby Hall to bring Telemans in? Or would you just keep Telemans on the subs bench? Yeah, I'd keep it the same. No doubt about it. Um, there's no reason to change it. No reason at all. But... Changing the subject though a little bit, you should have seen the first goal for Liverpool. Pickford went walkabout in the box. He's a terrible goalkeeper. <laughs> How he can play for England is beyond me. Everybody's going on about talking about goalkeepers though. You got to watch it, Chris. You got to watch it. I, I didn't see. I, it was there, but I didn't actually see the no. goal. But talking I, about I think, that, yeah, I think Danny Ward's playing better more confident he's had a run as well i mean he's been a number two for what five years is it six years maybe i don't know um it's been a so long he, time yeah so he's he, he's i think he's had a decent season i think the rest of them deserve if, if anybody gets dropped from that team they should be gutted because it's not right and i think he'll keep the same team Confidence, isn't it, uh, Brad? You know, that, that team has virtually come off two games that we've won against top 11 sides. Um, I just, <laughs> I can't see what he would gain by, if he's not going to change it for Tottenham, why are you changing it for Man United if he does? There's two possible reasons. It's Tillemans and it's Brendan Rodgers. There are these two reasons. We know why. So you know we've, we've said it. We, we've we've had this question thrown as many times about playing. Does he play? Is he bothered to play for Leicester? His contract. He's kind. I'm, I'm so sick and tired of it. I'm almost about sick and tired of the, con the conversation about Tillemans and his future at Leicester as I am here in Pillypool. And I nearly said something else then, so I do apologise because this does trigger me. This. But it almost annoys me about as much as hearing Danny Wall shouldn't be our number one goalkeeper and we should give it to a guy who's played in one cup game against Stockport County. No, 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 please not. Let's not. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm kind of glad that's gone away. I'm kind of glad that probably out of all the players that you kind of d deserve a bit of good form and, and, and a bit of reward for their efforts this season, Kalecki and Nacho being 
amongst a few names. Danny Ward's definitely one of them. But Tillemans, me, you know, I, I'd be saying the same if it was Madison that wasn't performing and was dropped for that game and Mendy had come in. You cannot walk back into that team. There is nobody in there that has a divine right to say, I play every week unless we see a performance like that. If Kalecci and Acho gets told, thanks, but no thanks to Manchester United, I'd be, I'd be contemplating my agent to see who wants me in the summer, thinking, well, I can't, really can't do enough here at Leicester. You know, there's some players here that are going to put in a performance to either hopefully impress other teams or impress enough to get a contract at Leicester if they want him to stay. And if that's the effort you're going to see from players like Mendy, too right he should be aggrieved if he's dropped. I, mm. I wouldn't even drop him for Kieran Dewsbury Hall either, Chris, because... You know, if Mendy's doing the job that he wanted from Tillemans, then why would you drop him for to do Dewsbury Hall's job, who's been doing it very, very well for the majority of his career? Yeah, um, I mean, you'd I only mean, drop him for Samari, wouldn't you? And he's he's not really up to it at the minute. But again, you know, when he's fit, you don't just walk back into any team, in my no. opinion. I mean, no. you know, we I, I said at the start, I understood why he was playing Tillemans, because he could be the difference between us staying up or going down. And yet, while we lose him, let's make the most of him while we've got him. But we've now played two games. I mean, all right, he, he played for against Aston Villa, but to my mind, he, he was a bit like Kane on Wednesday. I wasn't impressed with him. But we've seen against Tottenham, we can win without him. And yes, it was a poor Tottenham side, but Man United are hit and miss. Are we seeing another Peter Taylor, Junior Lewis partnership coming here, Dave? No, 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 thank God. Nobody could be like that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't uh, know. <laughs> Brad, would you no. agree we're not seeing that with Telemans and Rogers? I think, I think the, the thing is, though, and I, I heard you mention it, I think, on the Spur show you was on um, earlier, where you said, look, Brendan Rogers is a good man manager. Yes, you admitted that on the, on their podcast. You said that. You know, Brendan Rogers well, is a good man. Watching that, Brad, you didn't have to repeat. <laughs> 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 it's it's all these, all these times he gets us. I know when Luke's a strike at the opportune moment. So <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Every time Chris says that he's a he, he, he's a clown at man management, you can come on here and say, "But Chris, you were on a special saying he was good at it." Um, say, no, but good or great. Well, the both, both, both. Just... He said he said he was a good man manager. He okay, said he was a good you. one. <laughs> He's got that on. Sorry, Chris. Sorry. Just writing it down. Um, okay. But no, I. I... <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, all right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Chris. I knew you'd do that. But no, I, I, I honestly. I as well because he's writing it down. <laughs> he's bullying this one. Oh, dear. But no, on a serious note, I think he's just managing the situation and the player as it is. We know his situation. We've probably realistically, as fans, feared it, if not knowing it for the two years of his contract, let alone his last year. I think we really knew it last season and we were sort of hoping and praying someone would come in and be willing to pay his price and we wouldn't have to have this conversation in a way, especially if we knew what we knew with the FFP and what we wanted from the summer transfer window. Um, and now it's just kind of like I think the realization is that unless he has a sudden change of heart, he's gonna walk off into the sunset and say, Thank you very much, Lester. It's been a pleasure, I've enjoyed my time, but uh, pastures new. Um, and I think that's very difficult, and I think we have to give credit to Brendan 
to manage that because clearly to a degree it doesn't seem even though the performances have been bad it doesn't seem to have affected the dressing room because you know we've never we've never seen Leicester when things were going good or we scored a goal uh, in, in a game that we weren't playing that well that he didn't look like he wasn't being pushed out of the group did he he still looked like he was a part of that brotherhood so no I think he, I think this was the version of um, Peter Taylor and Junior Lewis in only the way of Junior Lewis being a good footballer and Peter Taylor being a good man management coach. You know, that's what we've got. That's the only version of it we've got. But, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to see on here. Um, Yuri um expected return date, Manchester United. Uh, Bubaka Samari, possible, retur possible return date, Manchester United. So we've gone from expected to possible. Johnny Evans, possible. I don't want him to come back. James Justin, not till June. Ryan Bertrand, unknown. I don't know if I mean that's unknown when his possible return date is, or Ryan Bertrand is just unknown now. <laughs> I think it's just become a part of his unknown status. But I think Roger said he was back in training, didn't he? So has he done himself again already? You know, do you remember when that uh, years ago the sun used to say, like, you know, he used to say, if you see the sun man in Brighton this weekend, go and touch him on the shoulder and say, You're the man from the sun, and it'll give you a five or something. I feel like it's that with Ryan Bert Bertrand, like, you know, if you see him, go and give him a shout out. <laughs> but, it does um, sound a bit lost, doesn't it? Because I forgot he was here. He does, oh, he does. Dear. Um, Harry Redknapp sends brilliant Leicester City message. Um, I mean, uh, and we didn't just beat Tottenham. And I'm, I didn't say this on their channels because you've got to be a little bit magnanimous. I did right. mention the three horses and I did mention the Premier League, but I, you know, you can only go so far. Um, but we did, we demolished them. I, I said to you, didn't I, Brad, on, uh, on the post match, not one of their players was in the top three. Oh, yeah, don't do that, Dave. Whatever you're doing, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that's static. That, that was static, my end. I don't know if you heard it, Chris. Yeah, I did. Um, um, feedback. That's why I thought I'd give it a go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that just caused static, I'm afraid. Okay. I think it might be because you held the mic piece. Um, yeah, it was. And you know what, Chris? It was nice, wasn't it? I think I may yeah. have popped in, in the chat earlier in the day saying, it was nice that we were on the right end of the thrashing for a change because it's not always been pleasant in these high-scoring games with Tottenham. We've had a we had one this season uh, already, and we've had a few before that. Um, so, yeah, to not just beat them was nice. Uh, to thrash them was even better, and it it was one that we we rather rather enjoyed watching again and again. I've I've I don't know about you guys, but I found myself trying to find any source of outrage from Spurs that I could find as well because it was it was it was nice to enjoy. They all, they all want Conte out at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're also asking for Harry Suter to return Kane from his wash pile to their dressing room yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. Dave, just to end on our when as I say the BBC does uh, a rate the players. It's not the one we use. We go off Jordan Blackwell. Um it is a little bit more um uh, 
no, no you know, not so many blue tinted spectacles on. I think you'd agree, Brad. But on the BBC, where the fans vote for it, our our lowest mark for a player was Danny Ward, and he got six point five zero. But then again, in fairness, he, he didn't have really much to do in that second half, did he? Tottenham Hotspur's top player, and this is from Tottenham fans, was Son with four point seven five. I mean, that sums it all up, doesn't it? You're on mute, Dave. Dave. You, your mic's on mute. I can't unmute you. You've muted yourself. You've removed a mic by looks things. Sorry. Back. Sorry. Back. I was just yeah. saying Brendan Rogers is a good man manager. Oh, now I said it once. No, let's not take this too far. Yeah, see, uh, at that cross the line, Chris, even like cross the line now, I would never mention that again more than 50 times a show. Stop on that. Hello, boys. How are you? Do you remember the question? Yeah. Harry, I, 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 I want to I call can't. you Harry now. You deserve it. <laughs> this punishment is getting you back. I get away with that one. I'm allowed this now. On the list. Um, <laughs> Chris is marking them off against you for each one he thinks he owed. <laughs> I can't remember seeing much of Son at all. I was watching him and his, the positions he was taking. Um, uh, and he was... Playing pretty deep, which I think he does, doesn't he? In Bruce Ford. I thought Kane surprisingly was okay, but he was in midfield. Um, Kane only got three point nine eight. Yeah, but he was—he wasn't striking, was he? He was coming back, picking the ball, and he played one or two <laughs> decent balls through, but mm. none of them were any good. Um, but we were just too good for him. Yeah. Didn't yeah. didn't their lowest player get something like two point six one? That's what I saw it. At, I think. Late last night or the night before. Two point six three. You know, you weren't far off. <laughs> Mr. Oh well, that says it all. But I, you know, I, I, you know, we said about Kane. I don't remember Son being on the pitch. I had to jog my memory because all I could think about on that left-hand side was was the Perisic when he had that moment on the left where he was found himself in space and his old legs caved in on him. So we got back and defended it well, but. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, wait, did Son actually play? Like, what could Chubby ask, ask Dave first and not me? Because I was struggling to remember seeing him on well, a ball until I remember he last one over the bar. Just remind me, though, guys. Just remind me. Um, for Colette, for um, sorry, Madison's goal, it was, was it FaZe or Suter that took the ball off Kane? It was, it was FaZe. He, he was yeah, on a yeah. yellow card and it was supported because yeah. that's actually the tackle that. Garth Crooks used for why he picked Wild Face in the Team of the Weeks. He said it was one of the best tackles he'd seen in years. Yeah. Um, was tackle, <laughs> was, yeah. I was convinced it was Faze, but the guy on the Tottenham Channel earlier. I know, I know why though. I know why though, because Suter got an assist for Kalechi's goal, but both balls as simultaneously went to Kalechi first. It was just the Faze tackle went to Kalechi, who assisted yeah. Madison's goal, but it was yeah. Suter's pass into space that. Ian actually got on to and I said, I said it's three. Safe, but he I think also to be fair, Harry Kane didn't go down. He got up. He didn't moan. Yeah, he was no Jack Grealish, was he? Well, if it had been some other player, that could have been a foul. You don't. Yeah, he got the ball. You don't mean uh, this Jack Grealish, do you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, Anthony's just said, I have bad news for any Leeds or Southampton fans. Neil Warnock has gone back into management at Huddersfield. 74 so, years of age, and the man's gone back into management. How bored, how bored he of his wife? Dave, can you say there's hope for you yet, mate? Well, I'm thinking of applying for the Southampton job because it's just down the road. Yeah. Yeah, from where I am, and a load of my mates support them, so I'll be their hero. <laughs> <Or not. laughs> no, you won't. Oh. You're taken down. <laughs> <laughs> and Leicester are guaranteed three points when they go down there in a few well, years. Well, that's true. That's yeah. True. Where, yeah. where the, the suspicion started when Dave suspiciously played nine up front and we only had one centre back on. We were determined not to lose the game. <laughs> Just... And I'll get a payoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. 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 Um, Just coming in here, Mike says if we play against Man United like we played against Spurs, will we win? We were just discussing that. Um, I don't think Man United, for me, can be as bad as Spurs. Spurs were awful. There's the argument that, you know, they weren't willing to allow them to be good. And then I thought they were all right for the first 20 minutes, when, you know, when, around you know, when they got the goal. But I, I think I think we'll do well against them. We've said that, haven't we, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think the performance will be there. Um, I'm not sure if it's winnable. Yes, we saw what Leeds did and then they were unlucky in one game and then they were, I suppose you could say they were still unlucky in the second game. If you're building off them two platforms, there's no reason Leicester can't get a result. Mm. Have we got enough to win it? There's an outside chance. We've managed it before. A bit like going to the Emirates, though. It's not the easiest hunting ground for us, but winning it's a different story, but we can definitely get a draw from it, I, I, I believe. Rashford's yeah. on fire at the minute, isn't he? Got yeah, that's the, the thing as well. Yeah. You're not going to stop someone like that scoring one in that much form. No. Yeah. He's, Mike says, sorry, I'm a bit slow, old age creeping up. <laughs> we know the feeling, well, two of us do. Two of us do. Um, now, I know the answer to this one for you, Dave, is obviously Daniel Amate, but we'll come to you first and say, who is your favourite player for Leicester this season? I think Madison, without doubt. Simple to the point. Brad? He's got everything, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree to a point. You'll see what I think in a minute. But Brad, is it too early to say? Is it too early to say Christiansen? Because no, I already think not. he's great this season. He, his energy and, like you said, he's celebrating winning a corner, giving away a corner over and stopping a goal. The way he celebrates it, his dog, his dog must love going for walks with him if he's got one. <laughs> he celebrates <laughs> things the way he does that. But no, on a serious note, it's matters, it's matters first and then Kalecci for me. I've been impressed by both of them this season. I mean, Kalecci, just to add his fact for him, five starts, five goals. It, is, yeah. it needs to be noted. He's had five goals and five starts. Well, I can't win because you've both gone for Madison, um, as indeed has Mike. Uh, I'm going to disagree with the pair of you. I am going to go for Kelechi first, because like you say, five in five. And, you know, he's, he, he doesn't moan when he's not being picked. And, you know, he's not being picked because he's injured. He's not being picked because... Brendan's chosen, you know, one of the other two. Uh, and he comes on and he just he does his job. And and I'll tell you something as well, Mendy would be up there as well for me. Mm. 
Definitely. Well, obviously, you know, you, you can't not say Madison because when he's been on fire. But I think the fact that we say, you know, we said earlier, you know, these three signings that we've made, it's just kind of rejuvenated the team. And you know, the fact that they're playing that well at the back and they've been together so little time. But Tete, he's just given, you know, he's given Barnes a new lease of life. He's given Madison a new lease of life. And Kelechi as well, just by having a decent player on that wing. Well, also, Madison's playing where he should be now. Which, if you remember, my moans over the last few weeks or months have been that they're playing Madison out wide right. And I only remember your moans about uh, a certain tender back. <laughs> yeah, see, you only, you only concentrate on one thing. I have more to contribute than that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you are it's the just bounty it's, in, the, in yeah. our chocolate yeah. celebrations. It's not all about a Marty, you know. But no, he's back in the centre where he wants to play yes. and where yes. he's good, and it's going to make a hell of a difference. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, yeah. he'll get him back in the England team as well, or back in, well, get him in the England team because that's well, where he's good. Yeah. We will, we will oh. see. Maybe if he gets his move. Um, Southgate will suddenly discover what a good player he is. Who knows? Dave and Brad, thank you very, very much for your time tonight. Nice to see you, boys. No is our time. Dave, you, how did your um, Prog Rock show go? Um, well, actually, I did listen to it, funnily enough, not on the day, because I think we were coming back from somewhere. But, yeah, it was all right. It was good fun. Next one's not till first Saturday in March. And where no. can people listen to that? Uh, Surreyhillsradio.co.uk. Listen live. Brilliant. Thank you very much, and we will uh, see you next Monday, sir. Cheers, pal. See you, bro. Take care. See you, Dave. Bye-bye. Brad, oh, then it has gone quiet. Oh, no, still getting a bit of feedback. Maybe it was you then, Brad. Yeah, I'm not sure it is. It might just be the way this house is built, to be honest with you, because I can hear noises from upstairs, floorboards and that are quite loud to hear, but there's nothing running. So I'll figure it out one day. I'll figure out what's causing the noise. <laughs> um, top 10 battles, just give it a shout out. Yeah, it's my YouTube channel. We do football top tens. Uh, we do Battle of the X's, which is uh, an outfield 11. Me and Anthony is in the chat. Um, below follow follow his socials um we do that every week on a thursday at half past seven and this wednesday i've got to start getting my laptop working and organized because i've got another one of my quizzes to do i've got a spurs fan on there so if you want to see a spurs fan bottle of quiz check that out wednesday that'll be on uh, 8 p.m as well this week i actually said two things to him first of all i asked him i don't know if you were in at the time how many people were in this quiz to which he didn't know the answer. And I said, well, I think it's only going to be you and Brad, so you can't come third then. And oh, he's still fine away. <laughs> yeah. And then he did say he didn't watch the match because he was out around his family. He was out walking the dog. 
And then I said, well, if he didn't lose the dog, then he managed to hold on to the lead, which I thought was very good. <laughs> I was quite pleased <laughs> with myself. Um, guys, thank you so much. Well, guys, one of you's gone. Brad, thank you very much, mate. Check out his link is in the description below on YouTube. And uh, we will speak to you uh, Thursday for the preview show. Yes, looking forward to it, mate. That'd be fun. Take care, buddy. All the best. Take care, mate. See you later. Cheers. Yeah. So, um, thank you to to um, to Brad and to Dave. Like I say, the Michael Owen and Ron Atkinson of Leicester till I die. Um, <laughs> I can say that now they're gone. <laughs> I really can. But this is then. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Yeah, coming up next, we have got Wednesday night, having a night off tomorrow. Um, Ian Hume in the latest edition of The Conversation. <coughs> Excuse me, our one-to-one -one chat. Um, looking forward to that. Hume! Uh, oh, what a player he was. What a player he was. Got his signature on the shirt somewhere. I think it's being mounted at the moment. And then next Wednesday, stand the man. Hopefully, if he remembers, he is coming on a week on Wednesday. But like I say, this coming Wednesday, 9 o'clock, join us for Ian Hume. Really looking forward to that. Really, really, really nice guy. Very softly spoken for the little tiger that he was. Um, thank you to everybody that was watching on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and Twitch. And if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, thank you so very much for lending me your ears. Uh, I will let you have them back now. Full of wax, but you can have them back. Thanks very much. Here's Arnie. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That's all, Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in a participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.